there's no line on the horizon You're like a lion and the lion Is it a tragedy or triumph? You're so good it's it Why did you swallow down my poison? Now I'm your number one fan Make it on a desert island Yeah, you're so good it's it Now it feels like beautiful madness Feels like never enough Don't you know that you are the bad to go on a road trip then hitch a ride with Haley. would you go with me if we were lost in fields of clover Wednesdays 10am UK time on Line Dancer Radio Hello and good morning and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Haley. My name is Haley Wheatley and I'm here to take you on some great travels today if you stick in with me. And you may have just noticed in our little jingle there that actually uh, it advertised that the show is Wednesdays. Well, it sure ain't Wednesday today, it's Friday, at least I think it is. But yes, I am moving spots. As of next week, I will be the same time, but on a Wednesday morning, I'm jumping in the spot of Susie Bo, uh, Susie is leaving us sadly. She was one of the founding members of LDR, but she has some new adventures ahead of her. So we wish you well, Susie, in all your new endeavors, and uh, I hope you have a fantastic 
take time doing what you're about to embark on and we will miss you but remember next week hitchhikers if you enjoy today's show it will be wednesday that you can catch me and hitch a ride with me and now uh that first track today, it was Beautiful Madness. That's a new Maggie Gallagher dance and a cracking one too that I'll be teaching. And uh, I'm just uh, looking back at a few weeks ago when we did our bucket list special. It was great fun, that bucket list special. And uh, we had a few questions after the show talking about uh, if there were places in particular on that list that I wanted to visit. So I've spent this week actually looking at places I'd really like to go to and I've compiled a list and I want to take you on that journey with me today. But first of all, let me just check who is in the chat room, which hitchhikers we've got with us today. How exciting to see you all tuning in. So good morning to you all. Good morning, Phoenix, first in the chat room today. And uh, Phoenix says, morning, Haley. tuned in for 9pm over here pretty late there. Ross Brown says, good morning, Haley, and everyone tuning in. I've just about woke up now. I <laughs> uh, hope you're all doing well. Does Magical Mystery Tour have anything to do with Disney? Well, actually, it doesn't. I think it's a given that I would always be at Disney given half a chance. I go to sleep on a night I wish really hard and hope that I'll wake up there, but I never do. Daniel Dagmans, good morning, Haley, and everyone, he says. And Darren Mitchell, wow, how cool to have you join us today. Good morning, Haley, and everyone. Jim Sankowicz is in the chat room. Good morning, all. Ready for a magical time on the road. And Tino Heger, our new DJ, is in the chat room. Good morning, dear Haley, Phoenix, Ross, and Daniel, Jim, and everybody else tuned in. Listening from work at home this morning. Need some entertainment. Big time. Oh, I hope I can to be entertaining for you this morning Tino. Claire Kitching is in the house. Good morning Haley. I am tuned in but busy with work and good morning Teresa guys. She says she's listening and that's really cool to have you. And Annette too. Annette Hasland is here. Morning all. Rosalind Harris is in the chat room. Morning Haley. and uh, it's great to see you Rosalind. We've been talking degrees this week. Rosalind was telling me about her open university degree and Janice Spark. Hello. How exciting and all the gifs to follow. Welcome to to Gerda, Gerda Verheigen. Good morning, Haley and all. Sarah Jalkinen is in the chat room and uh, oh, she says Wednesday will be difficult for me. Oh, that makes me sad. I'm so sorry about that, Sarah. And uh, Winston is here too. Hi, Haley Wheatley. Oh, well, I do hope I don't lose a lot of you in moving to Wednesday. The exciting thing is, is uh, hopefully events will be running next year, so I will not have to cancel any shows if indeed all the, the bookings that I have come about. So I love traveling, as you know, and uh, I'm going to take you, first of all, today to Bali with me. And we're going to go surfing. Now, um, a lot of people who surf, they believe that everybody should try surfing once in their life. Surfing isn't just a sport to them. It's a way of life and a practice that connects you to nature and make you, makes you more aware of kind of the, the lifestyle around you, the, the um, beauty around you. And uh, I believe there's more to surfing than just standing on a board and looking cool. And I can never achieve the looking cool thing even if I try it. But Bali is first on my list today. That's where we're, we're going to go to as you hit your ride. It's one of the most popular surf destinations. And many people uh, surf there, uh, choose to be beginners and start out surfing there. Um, whether it's Bali, Costa Rica or the Canary Islands. You can always add surfing to your own bucket list if you fancy it. 
And I'm going to whisk you from Bali straight to New Zealand. We're going to go hike in the mountains of New Zealand. And Phoenix, if you're in, you can make sure that uh, everything we need is ready for us there in New Zealand. And I tell you, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, then you have to visit New Zealand. Even if you're not a Lord of the Rings fan, it's still a must-see for anyone who loves the outdoors. I hear people who've only spent little amounts of time in New Zealand or short periods come back and are overwhelmed with the beauty that is there. And they say that the hikes out there are some of the most incredible they've ever done. Um, and if you like to hike, it's hard to go wrong heading out there because in that destination, especially if you've watched the Lord of the Rings movies, you'll look at some of the scenery there. You can feel like you're on top of the world or at least that you're adventuring around Middle Earth. All right, next up, we're going to go canyoneering in the Philippines. Um, now, we have on this show talked about, about our fair share of waterfalls. There are beautiful ones in all sorts of places, from Iceland to Sri Lanka, where we were last week, Costa Rica, Canada. Um, but apparently, some of the most beautiful ones are the Kawasan Falls in the Philippines. Um, I've looked at this and this looks amazing. A uh, very touristy kind of attraction, but it's an epic spot where you can hike along the river, swim in it, slide down natural man-made slides, and even go cliff diving from the top of the waterfalls. So let's head there now, bring your swimming costume, because if you love being outdoors and admiring nature, you'll love this, especially if you love an adrenaline rush. Canyoneering is an experience to add to your bucket list. But next, I have to take you off to Machu Picchu. This was on the bucket list uh, list a few weeks ago, um, and it is one of the ones that's been on my personal bucket list for a long time. I haven't yet had the pleasure to travel to Peru, but if I had to say what would be on the top 10 of my list, then going to Machu Picchu would be one of them. And if the thought of hiking along the Inca trails and reaching the lost city fills any of you with adrenaline, then you're on my page. Um, not only for the hike challenge, but the epic views, but I love rich culture and history. Uh, a, few of you in, in, a few of you in the chat room the other week were saying that you have tried this and I am ridiculously jealous because Machu Picchu is one of the seven wonders of the world. It's got to go on your bucket list, hasn't it? All right, I'm going to go into the next one. And again, so if you're with me today going on our little mystery tour here where I'm going to take you on places I would like to go, tell me if you would go there too or if indeed you've been to any of these places. And uh, when we were talking about our little bucket list a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the the starry nights and uh, how it's lovely and clear out in Western America. But apparently, one thing you must try in your life is sleeping under the stars in the Australian outback. Apparently, without a doubt, it's the most incredible night sky. And I have to take everybody's word for that because I've never seen it. Um, but apparently, it's far from any towns or sources of light pollution if you kind of go right into the Australian outback. And you can clearly actually see the Milky Way as well as a million other stars. And... Uh, the people who've been there have, have some great experiences to tell. Apparently, they don't sleep for looking at stars. And this has gone onto my personal bucket list for that reason. And that's why I'm taking you here with me now. I love a starry sky. I really do. And I know there are many places around the world you can get it. 
but if there was a chance to sleep in the Aussie outback then this is one for you and of course over in the UK, if, you, if you're British, the Aussie Outback is a point of discussion at the moment because we, we tend to associate it with our TV show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. But do you know they're not going to Australia this year? They can't. They're moving to a castle in Wales. Somehow I don't think it will have the same effect, I have to say. Um, but it's a great TV show if you've never seen it. A, a fun TV show. And uh, so, have you been to any of these places? Would you like to go to them? Just checking back to the chat room here, we have a great surfing gif there. Thank you, Sandra, <laughs> and, and Ross too. Um, would you go surfing? Would anyone try it? Has anybody ever tried it? I've only tried windsurfing. I'd love to try surfing. And uh, into the chat room, I'd like to welcome Claudia too. Good morning, Haley. Claudia says. So listen, as we're in the Aussie Outback at the moment, pitch your tents, guys, because I'm going to play you uh, a song that has at its headline an Australian choreographer. This one is called Drink a Little Beer. It's choreographed by that Aussie guy we love, David Hoyne, and also by Philip Sobriello and Grace David. And uh, not only is it perfect because it has that, that Australian connection, but what do we want to do when we go somewhere and watch the starry sky? I can't think of anything better than drinking a little beer. Drink a little beer, play a little music, and have a big time tonight. Got a Tennessee girl, a rocky top breeze, and a big old yellow moon. A new set of strings on my 69, and a yeti full ice down blues. Everybody around this sleepy little town heading down Pontucky Road. In a cloud of dust right there by the old fence post Yeah, we're gonna drink a little beer Play a little music and have a big time tonight A bunch of down-home boys and some blue jean girls Kicking up the dirt and shooting out the lights Life can be an old briar patch Gotta dance your way through it sometimes So we're gonna drink a little beer Play a little music and have a big time tonight Got a pig in the ground, stars in the sky Everybody coming out of them boots Gonna pick a few songs all night long Ones that we grew up on Some fishing in the dark, some copperhead road Everybody just sing along Yeah, we're gonna drink a little beer Play a little music and have a big time tonight A bunch of down-on boys and some blue jean girls Kicking up the dirt and shooting out the lights Life can be an old briar patch Gotta dance your way Sometimes, so we're gonna drink a little beer, play a little music, and have a big time tonight. Some blue jean girls blue jean kicking girls. up the dirt and shooting out the lights. Yeah. Life can be an old briar patch, gotta dance your way through it sometimes. Yeah. So we're gonna drink a little beer, play a little music, and have a big time
big time tonight. That's right. Ah, oh, drink a little beer. Love that one. Ah. Great. And we're just leaving the uh, Australian outback now. Amazing, amazing. And uh, we've been surfing, we've been doing lots of fun stuff, and I'm taking you on this magical mystery tour with me. So where will we head to next? And I'd love to know where you would go if this was your magical mystery tour. Where would you take me to? Uh, Willie Brown's just joined us in the chat room. Good morning, Willie. Great to see you. You've been busy again this morning. Uh, if you didn't join in for Wake Up With Willie today, you can get him five days a week. So make sure you tune in then all right so we're gonna go for another hike here and we're gonna go for a hike to Kawayen at night to see the sunrise and again when we were on our bucket list the other week we were talking about sunrises and uh, lovely places to go um, I, I love hikes I've done some hikes in the dark but uh, seeing sunrises is one of the things I've never stuck around to do but apparently um, the aim of the hike that you would do here is to see the sunrise uh, from this particular peak in Indonesia. And uh, it's probably one of the most incredible sights, apparently. Uh, we were talking last week in Sri Lanka about Adam's Peak. If you joined us on last week's show, that is supposed to be an amazing sunrise too. But Indonesia holds a lot so head out there next and I tell you what I'm going to take you on now to uh, something my, my other half's always wanted to do in his life this is on his bucket list we're going to go see some whales in the wild um, apparently it's amazing it's quite a free willy moment uh, there's something very special about seeing these beautiful animals that always seems to attract humans they're quite spectacular animals and we usually tend to see them in kind of epic documentaries um, so is it is it quite a natural thing to kind of want to see these in real life ourselves? Uh, where my sister lives in Nova Scotia, actually, uh, she has a little whale watching area there. And she always says to me, if you come out and visit, we will see the whales. But I've never been lucky enough to see them. Um, but apparently some of the other places you can go to see these are in Vancouver, the Azores and Costa Rica. And whether you prefer the humpback whales or any of the other types, watching these peaceful giants kind of leap out of the water is apparently guaranteed to amaze you. Has anybody in the chat room ever seen real life whales or even dolphins? One, one of the things on my list as well, I didn't list it here, is to swim with the dolphins. That's what we were going to go to Florida and do this year but uh, Corona hit that on the head the Rona but uh, another thing I'm going to take you off now to Havana because apparently one of the most wonderful things you can do is drive around Havana in a vintage car and uh, Cuba is one of the most amazing places you can go to the combination of color architecture and beautiful natural landscapes as well as friendly locals and tasty food make it a favorite for everybody and there are lots of epic places to see in Cuba um, but there's no denying that Havana is the place that will leave you with a massive lasting impression. It's full of colonial architecture and the colorful vintage cars are apparently sim some, something you just don't get quite the same anywhere else. So if you go out to Havana, it's where we're gonna hitch a ride to an hour two now, you can do a vintage car tour and uh, all around and hire, hire a vintage car and apparently it's something that you must add to your bucket list if you haven't ever thought about doing that add it to the list uh, so I'd love to know if anybody's ever ever even been to Havana it's, it's 
sounds like a lovely place. I'm just checking back into the chat room. Uh, Jim, you're still surfing there. You need to catch up to us. We're in Havana right now. So uh, if you can head from Bali to Havana, come join me. And uh, Tanya, good morning, Haley Wheatley, she says. And uh, some lovely gif gifs popping up there. Of course, uh, you're watching the sunrise too, Jim. And Claudia is there. Oh, what a cute puppy in the chat room if you're joining us today. So we're just kind of getting out and about on this kind of, it's an imaginary journey. You don't need your passports, guys. But we're going to head down in Havana. And let me ask you if you remember this dance. This is the Havana Cha, choreographed by Rhea Voss. Hey.
Havana Cha. That was a brilliant piece of choreography by Ria Voss there. A little bit of Camila Cabello playing us out. Oh, I love that dance and uh, I would love to go to Havana. So we're, uh, if you're just joining us now, talking about being in Havana is one of the best places you can go if you like vintage cars because the tours there are a must apparently. Uh, just a quick fact about the vintage cars there. And of course, uh, we've got some great gifs of the vintage cars in the chat room and we're welcoming more of you in with us now. Good morning, Ursula. She says, good morning, Hayley Wheatley and everybody. And Joan Ord is joining us too. And of course, I have been talking about how my show is moving to Wednesdays. I'm so sad to see that actually this will be difficult for some of you. Um, I hoped it would be easier actually because... Uh, it's uh, middle of the week and uh, it make, means if you're away for the weekend, you can still join in. But the good thing is that at least it's before Friday, so you can still use Fridays for your catch-up if you want to join in then. And feel free to check in the chat room anytime and let me know even if you can just pop in for five minutes. And uh, I am asked if anybody has ever been to Havana too. Sarah Jalkinen is saying, oh, Havana has definitely been on my bucket list since, oh, I don't know when. We were planning a trip there in 2011 with my father, but then he got cancer. Uh, and she's put, sorry, don't mean to bring you all down. But someday, maybe with my fiancé, who's very interested to go. Oh, well, I'm sure, although there's, uh, there's some uh, kind of sad memories tied to that, Sarah, it would be nice to one day go and make it all the better for that experience, knowing that uh, it, it's been on your list for a while and you can get there. Uh, I am just checking in the places I would like to go. I'm taking you on this little journey with me today. And the next one we're going to go to is up to see the Northern Lights. Now this one, this is another thing I was meant to do before Corona came along. I wanted to go back to Disney with the family and my other half was going to take me out to Iceland. We've been talking about it for a long time. He's going to take me to see the Northern Lights because I've said I've always liked to, this has always been on my bucket list, you know. Um, and apparently some places in Scotland and things, you can see them if you get the right night, a clear sky in the right moment. And it has actually been seen as southern in England as where I live, which is, is North England up near Newcastle. But there have been people in this area who have very, very rarely seen these. But unfortunately, I'm not one of them. So it's still on my bucket list. The Aurora Borealis is a magical natural phenomenon. There is nothing like standing out under the night sky surrounded by snow at minus 20 degrees Celsius and all of a sudden seeing the sky light up with dancing colored lights. They're a tough show to catch um, and a lot of people go out to Lapland to see them. Again, something I would always love to do, but Lapland at Christmas time is ridiculously expensive. But it would be magical, could you imagine, um, waiting up the whole night just to kind of see these in the cold. But it would be a magical experience when you saw them. Uh, a lot of cruises nowadays go up and they include a show of the Northern Lights. And if you've ever seen them, I'd love to know what they were like, if they're as magical in person. My brother's seen these. Uh, he said they're great. Um, so we're going to go from there down to ride the Trans-Siberian Express. So uh, again, buckle your seatbelts. I'm taking you, I'm whisking you off place to place pretty quickly this week. And... We were talking a little bit about the best trains again on the bucket list the other week. I said I've always wanted to travel on the Orient Express. Um, 
But how does the longest train journey in the world sound for an ultimate travel bucket list? Well, the Trans-Siberian Railway Network is over 9,000 kilometers and it connects Moscow with Vladivostok in the Russian Far East. So that's one to add too. And uh, depending how many places you want to stop and see on the way, it can take anywhere between seven days and actually months. But you've got incredible views all throughout the journey here. Okay, let's go to Italy next. I'm going to take you here and we're going to hike the Sentiero Azzurro in Cinque Terre. The Sentiero Azzurro in Italy is one of the favorite hikes in the world. I guess you need to like hiking if you're joining me today on our travels. Um, but this is a 12 kilometer trail that connects five coastal towns and apparently has jaw dropping views all the way through. As you hike along the trail, you will have the bright turquoise sea on one side and the lush green cliffs on the other. And if this natural beauty isn't enough, as you hike, you will also see the cute colorful towns perched on the cliff sides. It's a very distinctive view and one I would love to experience. And there's the added bonus, of course, that you don't get when you're not hiking in Italy. The added bonus is, of course, that you can stop and take breaks and have pizza and gelato on the way. Gelato, should I say. Um, so that sounds good to me. Or even even anything, any, any pasta. I love Italian food. It always gets back to food, don't I? I always bring it there. All right. So as we're on the subject of hikes, we might as well shoot out to Canada. And uh, it would be nice to hike and see the lakes in Canada. Uh, you've probably figured out by now that I love Canada over the past weeks. Uh, it's a place I once lived and I miss it terribly. And I do love hiking too. And hiking may not be for everyone, but being outdoors and surrounded by nature, whether hiking or not, is just a lovely thing to experience and uh, if you do hike it and challenge your body that way it's one of the most rewarding things you can do and Canada is amongst some of the best places in the world to go hiking it has absolutely stunning mountain views and natural landscapes are second to none um, and Vancouver is one of the places you can go to do this but there's places as far as Whistler and all the surrounding areas and epic spots that you could experience if you want to head out there either just to look or to hike uh, apparently hiking in Banff and looking down you see the, the, the bright turquoise lake there uh, I've been told that's a breathtaking experience so let me let me know if, uh, if Canada is in your list have you been to Canada and also you know, I'm mentioning hiking a lot today. Have we got any hikers in the chat room? Do you like to hike? Or uh, or, or is, you, is your biggest hike just a little bit of a hike to, to the supermarket? Or, you know, uh, what is it you would like to do in these places? We were having a bit of a chat, actually, um, with some friends when we were talking about missing travel. And kind of this is what this show is all about, how we can't travel at the moment. So we're going on kind of a wish list tour. And it's so funny that so many people enjoy so many different things on holiday. Uh, I know people who really, really love to just go and chill. They just want to chill by the pool. They want to have a drink. They want to read a book. It's about relaxing, taking a break from your busy lives, sure. Um, but some people like to be hiking and out there and seeing the views. For them, it's seeing a new place and taking in the culture. I love the history, personally. I love to go to places out there and find out a little bit of a history of the place. But I I do like the relaxing side too or do you hit the beach when you go away are you one of those people that just grabs your beach bag and you're off 
Uh, what type of person are you? What do you love to do first on holiday? When you get there, where will you hit in first? Will you unpack in the room? Will you head to the bar? Or will you get straight out into the local areas and investigate? I would love to know. Right now, we're hiking in Canada on our little journey, and I thought the best thing to do would be to play you next with a Canadian artist, Brett Kissel is just one of those artists. And this is a cool song. This is a Rob Fowler choreography. This one is Damn.
time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Every Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. UK time, here on Line Dancer Radio. Yep, don't forget to tune in for Tina's show tomorrow. And I'm asking you what you like to do when you first get on holiday. We're on a bit of a magical mystery tour here today. I'm taking you to some of the places I've always thought about going to, uh, particularly today, Machu Picchu is, is top on my list. And I was asking you what you do when you first get on holiday. Do you chill? Do you investigate? Do you head to the bar? Do you stick your head out of the balcony window to see what the people in the room next to you are like to make sure they're not going to make too much noise on the night? maybe or is that just me i'm just checking out what you do when you're away we're in canada at the moment actually as we go on this tour we've been hiking there and i am curious uh if anybody does enjoy kind of hiking and seeing the sights and uh, i was talking about uh, aurora borealis and the northern lights just a little while ago and willie brown has said just go to northern scotland saves flights so true willie um i'd love to go to iceland though i really would we were talking again on the bucket list about the baths there um and uh, we had um Carolyn had said she'd been there and, and I was just so jealous because it was somewhere I was really wanting to go and uh, it's on my bucket list that's what our bucket list is for to have those adventurers there and prepped and planned we can't travel at the moment but we will again I'm sure we will Sarah Jalkin and you're making me jealous she says I've seen Aurora Borealis a few times and if you're in the chat room you can have a look because she shared a fantastic gif there of what this will look like it looks almost like a cartoon when you see the images there absolutely amazing on my bucket list for sure and uh, as we've come to Canada Jim has shared us a great gif of the Canadian flag there and uh, Joan is popping in and she's saying we unpack things when we get to a new place we investigate the area uh, love seeing the sights that sounds like a great plan that's something I'd love to do too and uh, Jim is saying well I usually check to see if one of these two places is local so we're talking about Jim's favorite places here and the first is Hooters and um, I love that gif because that's from the movie Big Daddy I adore that movie it's one of my favorite movies um, but you know Jim I didn't realize you liked Hooters I didn't realize that was one of the places you went to regularly um, I don't know how I missed that and also Waffle House uh, I don't know if I've ever been to a Waffle House but it sounds good I've been to an IHOP if that counts and Jones shared a lovely image of, again, of the Northern Lights. That's great. And Ursula is saying, I was uh, in 2014 in Canada, Vancouver and Vancouver Island in Tofino. It was beautiful. Tofino time, half the speed, twice the pleasure is the slogan. Wow, I love that slogan. Half the speed twice the pleasure that's a motto i should learn to live by because i normally go twice the speed and half the pleasure in my life <laughs> and uh, so what do you do what do you guys do when you get to a new place what do you do 
And um, have you ever had one of those experiences, I say, where you wonder who's next to you? You, you always like to be put next to the best people, don't you? And indeed, uh, have you ever made any new friends on holiday too? Sometimes you go places and you do get put next to the best people. Uh, that's, that's one of the best times. Um, my next place on the list I'm going to go to um, is to go and watch the sunset. We've already on this trip watched the sunrise. We're going to watch the sunset from Ipanema Beach. And uh, I know people who just go to Brazil and their heart is just left there because the beautiful landscapes, the epic beaches, the friendly locals and the tasty food sometimes makes you feel like Brazil has it all. Um, but one of the best experiences people bring back from there uh, just the sitting on the rocks at the end of Ipanema Beach uh, if in Rio de Janeiro. You can go and just watch the sun go down with a drink in hand. And apparently it's a magical sunset and a, quite a distinctive panorama. And I would love to experience a Brazilian summer. And uh, in this particular beach, they say when the sun sets, it kind of dips between two rocks, urging the waiting crowd to break into a spontaneous applause. Uh, I can't imagine how beautiful a sunset must be to encourage a spontaneous applause. It must be spectacular. So Brazil has gone on my list for that reason. I would love to go and watch that sunset on that beach. And as you come on this tour with me now, that's where we're going. And it actually reminds me of an Enrique Iglesias song. And this song starts from the coast of Ipanema. And that's why I wanted to play this one next. It is a dance. It's actually a dance that's over 20 years old and it's choreographed by Haley Kennedy, who indeed is me. I haven't been a Kennedy for uh, 16 odd years now, but uh, this was one of my first choreographies. I'm squeezing it in today because every time I say Ipanema, it just reminds me of this song and how it starts and how much I used to love dancing this dance.
Divine. The dance is called Something Special, if you want to look it up. It's an old one. And uh, we're going to jump to something that is a must-do on my list. This is one that I really, really passionately want to do, and I hope that I can one day. I don't know if anybody else has ever done it or would like to do it, and it is Explore the Great Wall of China. They say that the Great Wall of China is the only human construction visible from space. Um, do you need any other reason for wanting to visit it than that, huh? But uh, how about the fact that it's one of the seven wonders of the world? As the name suggests, the Great Wall of China is a series of fortifications and a huge wall that was built to protect the Chinese Empire. And it's one of the most incredible sites that you will ever see. Apparently it was thousands of years in construction. And I, uh, I love reading about China history too. It has such a rich and, and quite a sad history. And that makes me want to visit this place even more. I was asking if you've ever had an experience where you've had really bad neighbors or really good neighbors on holiday where you couldn't wait to get away from these uh, people in the hotel or indeed the opposite. Have you ever been anywhere and you've actually made friends for life? And Joan in the chat room is sharing a lovely story here with us, Joan Ord. She says, met a lovely couple on the plane to Dominica and they were in the same hotel, spent time together with them on an evening. That's awesome. Um, I once had a mixed experience getting on a, a plane. I was sitting in a waiting room and this uh, this guy, uh, an older guy, just took the chance to start chatting away to me. And he was so nice and so friendly and really interesting. But I just wanted to sleep on the plane. <laughs> I thought, as nice as he is, I hope he doesn't sit next to me. Um, no, of course he won't. It's a huge plane. He won't sit next to me. Unbelievably, we got on the plane and he sat next to me and he spoke to me the whole way. Uh, I never got my sleep. And it was a mixed experience because he had some great stories. Really, really nice guy. Uh, I was just so tired after a dance event. Uh, has anybody ever had an experience like that? I would love to know in the chat room. Please let me know. All right, so just going through these places. I'm going to whisk you from China 
and we're going to go to Mexico. Um, Chichen Itza is one of the most well-preserved Mayan pyramids, as well as another of the seven wonders of the world. And no trip to Mexico could possibly com be complete without a trip to Chichen Itza. Here you can marvel at the skills of the Mayans who built such an imposing structure thousands of years ago, which lasted through the ages. And you can also learn a lot more about this lost civilization. Uh, the Mayans intrigue me because again we talk about the Egyptians and the Romans and lots of civilizations that have been but you never really learn in schools or anything certainly not here where I live about the Mayans and yet they were amazing they had great architectural skills and uh, really a clever civilization so it intrigues me to learn more about that Okay, next place is somewhere I really want to go to and I always have. I'm going to whisk you away here because we're going to go watch the sunrise again at a new place. But this is going to be at the Taj Mahal. I guess we're continuing with the seven wonders of the world trend. And uh, I couldn't compile my list without mentioning the Taj Mahal. Um, I've never been to India, but I would love to go back and see the beauty of the places that are there. I was just talking to um, Monica from India, our LDF rep, just last week, and she was saying what a mixed place India is. There's so many different things to see and, and do there, such different levels of things. Um, but apparently, if you go to the Taj Mahal, I was reading that it can get incredibly busy during the day, understandably so, as one of the seven wonders of the world. So if you can make it there for sunrise, you'll be uh, able to beat the crowds, but also to enjoy this miraculous beauty of the sun rising there absolutely amazing i can imagine it i can i can imagine how wonderful that is um and of course going back to the bucket list we did a few weeks ago we are have to be whisked from india to go on a usa road trip uh i adore america i love it i love america and uh, is there a more iconic road trip than destination than driving through the u.s the long straight roads the beautiful desert and landscapes the stunning national parks vibrant cities i think a usa trip has it all and if i'm right jim uh, usa also has hooters and waffle house so they're yeah they've got it all um and i would love to to do that so could you imagine getting your friends together in the usa jumping in a, a car or even a van and setting off for an adventure i always quite fancied doing like a motorbike tour through america i remember when i was 18 i had a friend whose mom and dad did this they must have been about in their their 50s or 60s um and it wasn't kind of a mom and dad thing to do, and they did. They were bikers. They used to bike on a tour throughout the USA, and it's been on my bucket list ever since. Um, for many people, uh, road tripping around the USA actually is kind of like a rite of passage. Uh, it's something definitely I want to add onto my bucket list. And we've talked about the Mayan pyramids, but I have to put the Egyptian pyramids on my personal list. I've never been to Egypt. It's been on my list for a long time. Since I had kids, it's kind of gone out the window because a friend did go out to Egypt and said it was way too hot there to holiday with children. So I've I've never been there, never seen it. Um, it would be great to go out to the Red Sea. I hear snorkeling there is amazing. Um, but I still never ever made it to Cairo to see the pyramids. It's on my bucket list. 
I would love to do that at one point. And a place I do hit down in a lot is Norway. But one of the things I haven't really experienced at its height, because I've only been out there teaching dance events and things, would be to cruise in the Norwegian fjords. And if you're looking for a spot of incredible natural wonder, then the Norwegian fjords are apparently a place to go. No matter how big your boat is, whether you are on a big cruise or whether you're just boating through it, the steep cliffs of the fjords can make you feel absolutely tiny. Cruising through the narrow fjords and the steep green cliffs towering on three sides can be the most exhilarating experience. And there are famous and scenic fjords out there that must be added onto the list. Um, and again, I'm just nipping back to the chat room. I, I don't have as many facts today, but I'm hoping that I'll be telling you new things about some of these places and then you'll be making up your own bucket list yourself. Are any of these places reaching you? Would you like to go to any of these places? Joan Orde is saying in the chat room that she would love to visit the Great Wall of China. She's with me on this one. Oh, it looks amazing, doesn't it? And um, she's also saying that she really loved Cancun in Mexico. If you're in the chat room, Joan has shared a fantastic image there, a beautiful beach pic of Cancun. Again, Mexico, just a place that I would love to visit again and again. Amazing. So as we are in Norway, anyway, my next track, I'm going to play one. A dance, actually, that I learned in Norway when I was out there. This is choreographed by Tom Sonju. And uh, my last time in Norway, I was at an event uh, with Ria and Rhoda Lai. And Tom had us learn this dance. And it was so cool. I brought it back with me. I taught it to my class. Um, and they enjoyed it. It's called Kino Spirit. I think it's a Eurovision song, this one. And it's choreographed by Norwegian choreographer Tom Sonju. Can't you stay, stay with me into the night Stay, I need you close You can go back when the sun rises again Just stay tonight, just stay Have you seen my spirit, lost in the night? The violent night shade, they took away my light They call us nothing, my name is nothing Come see me See me, cause I've been running with the demons now They'll see my fear, they say there's nothing, nothing here I see a spirit in the sky And all the lights are dancing Oh, Eloiah I hear you calling me at night You never Oh, no, 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 no,
We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Grab a beer and shove that prawn on the barbie and join Dazza Down Under. Sundays, 8 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. We were just heading in Norway there and Tino Herger is in the chat room. He's saying, y'all, come to Switzerland. I would love to show you around and I'm so sure Ursula would too, right? Okay, let's get our passports ready when things get back to normal. You better be ready for us, Tino. And uh, so I'm going to take us from Norway. We're going to go for a cruise in Halong Bay in Vietnam. Uh, We're kind of keeping this cruise theme as we go there next for our magical experience. And uh, if you like cruising, you'll love Halong Bay in Vietnam. I haven't done this myself, but I'd love to. And I've seen photos and videos, and apparently there are some epic views that I would love to explore it one day. Uh, You can take a trip or even you can take an overnight cruise there, waking up in the morning on a tiny boat and looking out to see the towering mountains of Halong Bay. It sounds amazing. And of course, another place we could go to is Cambodia. Um, Again, kind of just talking about those sunrises, but apparently there in Cambodia is amazing. But the temple complex especially is one of the largest religious monuments in the world. It was originally built out there as a Hindu temple and then it got transformed into a Buddhist temple and uh, after a magical day there you can watch that sunrise and you can explore the temple grounds and you can learn a lot about history and the culture of Cambodia which is one of the reasons I love I would love to go there I love history I love it and uh, okay third on my list and where we're heading to next and this is gonna be a total decision breaker to go skydiving now who wants to do this this is something I've I've been very on the fence on in my life actually because I in my youth I'd have totally wanted to go skydiving and it's so funny when I had babies I totally changed my mind about doing anything daring and now I kind of look again and think I wish I had the guts to do that. I'd like to go skydiving. If it became an LDF challenge, I may just be inclined to do it. But uh, has anybody ever felt that? Ever wanted to feel that thrill of jumping out of an airplane and kind of soaring through the sky? Um, I always used to watch Peter Pan and think, I want to fly. And I can imagine skydiving is a terrible, a terrifying, terrible terrifying experience but I can imagine it's got a little bit of that flying sensation one that will get your adrenaline levels pumping Uh, I've personally never skydived myself but I know friends who've done it in Australia and New Zealand and I believe the thrill is the same everywhere but I have been told that if you are ever going to skydive pick a location with epic views so that you can admire them from above as you fly. So not necessarily just your local skydiving field. Try to go somewhere spectacular. Uh, So listeners, hitchhikers, would you skydive? Have you skydived? And uh, does this song inspire you or does it make you want to skydive even less?
that was Skyfall. We're talking about skydiving, which is where that song comes in. That dance was choreographed by Val Parry. If you want to look that one up, it's a nice one. And I'm asking who skydived or who is putting that on their bucket list? Is it something you would like to do? Or are you sitting at home right now thinking, mm -mm, no way would I do that? Is she crazy? And uh, I'm checking into the chat room again because I love to, f to read your feedback. It's so interesting. And uh, Jim Stankovic is saying, uh, just talking of China, there is a video of Louis St. George leading a line dance on top of the Great Wall of China. Are you kidding me, Jim? How have I never seen that video? You're going to have to find that and share it for me. Wow, I am jealous. And Eddie Huffman is saying, good morning, Haley. Always enjoy your show. Thank you, my lovely friend. What a lovely comment. And uh, we've got a great little gif there from Joan007, which of course the Skyfall track is from a James Bond movie. And Sarah Jalkinen is saying, Skyfall, yes, I would love to skydive somewhere amazing. So sure, if you do skydive, make sure you have those views. Joan Ord is saying, I would love to visit Halong Bay, a paradise with a mysterious and majestic beauty. And if you are in the chat room with us, have a little look at that image Joan has shared. She shared a beautiful picture. Thank you, Joan, for putting an image to the words on this one. It's great. Ursula is saying, no, I have never done skydiving, but bungee jumping. Wow, really, Ursula, bungee jumping? I don't know if that scares me a little bit more. So there's another question. Who's bungee jumped and who would? And we joke about that um, on the LDF challenge every year. You know, bungee jumping, skydiving this year. But I'm not sure how we would feel if it actually were to happen. We would probably do it for the sake of the charity, I'm sure. Uh, Joan Ord says that she would love to skydive, but unfortunately, she's afraid of heights. So uh, she, that's, that's not one for you, Joan, no. Uh, certainly, I could not imagine doing things when being afraid of heights. And again, going back to our LDF challenge, uh, there were, were some people, um, namely Jamie Barnfield, I will mention him, who is afraid of heights. Um, and also Debbie Mabs too, uh, so, so scared of heights. To do that was such a, m a much more amazing feat than the rest of us. I'm not frightened of heights. I'm petrified of spiders. So <laughs> it would be a completely different experience if I had to bungee jump with a spider on my shoulder. But uh, I think for those of them that did that, having that deep fear within them and managed to do it for the charity. I just, I was overwhelmed and amazed by them. Uh, so uh, well done for anybody that can deal with that fear. It, it ain't easy. So we're going on a little bit of a journey today, a magical mystery tour, as I called it. And I'm going to take you off to something that is definitely on my list. It is go on a safari in Africa. Oh my goodness. Uh, the programs I've watched over the years have made this a must on my bucket list. And uh, going on safari on any, any of the national parks would be amazing. But there are ones that are recommended especially. Uh, and I've heard stories about people who've kind of woken up and boarded the jeep and spent the day just looking at these beautiful animals and driving around the African bush uh, and seeing the animals in their natural habitat, how thrilling that would be. I definitely want to do that. I would definitely love to go on a safari in Africa. And if I move you from there, we'll go on another little one that's associated with animals here. And I know this is one my, my teenage daughter would love because she is obsessed with turtles. But apparently snorkeling with turtles is amazing. And I've only done a little bit of snorkeling in my life. Um, one of them was in, in Disney when 
you used to have that attraction and the other one was uh, when we were out in Australia um, I was so scared actually uh, I followed Daniel Trapat's flippers the whole way because he was ahead of me and uh, I panicked a little bit as I kept going under the water but it was an amazing experience but I can't imagine how wonderful it would be snorkeling with turtles and we were in Sri Lanka again last week and apparently this is one of the best places that you can do this but also places we've mentioned Bali and you can go to the Philippines to do it too and I've heard that it's magical every time you just marvel at their beauty and uh, as I said my daughter loves these I took her out to a sea life center last summer and just to see the turtles and even just seeing these beautiful giant turtles and their big shells and how calm they were was an experience in itself it would be amazing to be there with them and while we're on the subject of animals, another thing that would be cool, you can get up and close to elephants, and I mean in an ethical way. Uh, not only seeing the elephants, but being able to get close to them could be a dream for many people. It could be a bucket list experience for many too. But uh, just make sure your elephant encounter is ethical, because a lot of places do do uh, offer this experience all over the world but when I say it's not ethical unfortunately some places do this and they don't treat the elephants very well and uh, they're just doing it for money so make sure you pick somewhere that does treat the elephants nicely and it can be a magical experience uh, Thailand is one of the places that they do this and if you pick the right place you can see just how loved and healthy the elephants are you can start off your day by feeding the elephants and then walking in forests with them and you can even bathe them you can have your breakfast there with the elephants around you and uh, there are so many elephant sanctuaries in the world that can accommodate this so definitely look for one of these around the world if you want to add it to your bucket list and uh, as I say if you can pick a, the right place seeing how well the elephants are treated it could be a genuinely heartwarming experience and an incredible day for you and the elephants too uh, so that should be something that you could possibly add to your bucket list and if you do do one in Sri Lanka you can experience all the wonderful things we spoke about last week too. And while we're talking about Thailand, uh, I am a history person, but the temples in Thailand apparently are amazing. Uh, it's home to some of the most beautiful temples in the world. And I think I said when we touched down in Thailand, my neighbors love it so much. They have a house out there and they spend six months of the year living in Thailand uh, which and six months living next to me, which can be quite an opposite experience, you know, beautiful Thailand or living next door to the Wheatleys, I can imagine. But in Thailand, with over 40,000 temples, dotted all over the country you're guaranteed to at least find one temple that you'd love and some of the most famous ones out there you'll probably find in the Bangkok area but you could actually do a temple hopping trip if you wanted to see these and you, know, you could be guaranteed to marvel at the architecture and the beauty over there and uh, another one uh, would be to fly over the Grand Canyon and I would tell you if you've never been to the Grand Canyon put it on your bucket list I did it as a young girl and it was breathtaking I hadn't traveled a lot at uh, 18 19 years old so getting to the Grand Canyon and seeing that had my jaw dropping and they don't call it the Grand Canyon for nothing uh, it is in Arizona in the USA and it's just one of the most stunning natural attractions in the world it's actually almost 1,900 meters deep with its layered bands of red rock and steep canyon walls it's just absolutely unique there are lots of beautiful viewpoints that you can go to overlook it as well it makes the experience different every time if you wanted to go back you have all these different viewpoints you can look over and uh, 
one of the best things I've been told to do, and this is something I didn't do, but is you can get in a helicopter and fly over it, and it would give you a unique perspective to this natural beauty. So add that to your list if that's something you're heading out to do, if you're heading to Arizona, definitely add it on the list. All right, any Arizona fans in the house? Anybody like that? Of course, uh, we heard again when we touched down Arizona how much Big Dave loves this place. Big Dave, of course, um, our monthly chart DJ. He adores, adores Arizona so much so he bought a house out there too. Um, so we're going to touch into Arizona now just before I hit back into the chat room. This is a lovely song. I love this one. It's choreographed by Vivian Scott and Fred Buckley and uh, we, we don't really dance it much. It's a Jake Matthews song and uh, I'd love to see this one come back because it's a great song. The song is Arizona on my mind and the dance is just simply called On My Mind. Down in Memphis, Tennessee Winding through the Ozarks half a day Spent the night in Tulsa But hardly slept at all A cup of coffee and I was on my way
Arizona on my mind and the dance was on my mind isn't that a beautiful song do you love it as much as I do oh it makes me want to go to Arizona now like right now all right I'm coming back in the chat room calm down Haley. Sarah Jelkinen is saying would skydive but never do a bungee jump actually sister I think I'm with you I feel a little bit the same there and Joan Ord is saying how much she loves snorkeling indeed especially with those turtles could you imagine Joan snorkeling with those turtles that's got to go on your list sandra burns you daredevil listen to this been abseiling three times paragliding water skiing and scuba diving but she does say she's never had the chance to bungee jump or skydive so let me just ask you sandra would you do it is it because you've never had the chance or do you not fancy it i'd love to know if this is something going on your bucket list and hello and welcome david hoyne good evening from australia it's great to see you in the chat room as we did play one of your dances earlier which was very cool we are going on a, a magical mystery tour here at the moment we've been scuba diving skydiving and climbing and hiking and doing all sorts of boat rides today as i take you with me and we're going to go off swimming now we're going to go swimming in the wadi in omen in Oman and uh, when I see pictures of Oman I never expect it to be beautiful or have many landscapes but in fact when you look up some of the places you can go indeed it looks fantastic uh, a wadi is an Arabic term that refers to a narrow channel ravine or canyon and uh, apparently a lot of the places over there that are shaped in this way uh, are so lovely and stunning that if you had to choose one you'd really struggle which one you wanted to choose. Uh, two in particular, Wadi Sharp and Wadi Bani Khalid. Both wadis are characterized by clear emerald water surrounded by steep ravine cliffs. Swimming in the fresh water there of the wadis, could you imagine looking up into the surrounding rocks uh, and seeing that spectacular view? Something that would be just amazing. Another thing to add to your list is exploring the Eternal City. Now, I loved Rome. I loved visiting there. Uh, so I'm putting this on the list for my recommendation. Something everyone should do is walk around the cobbled streets and admire the Roman ruins and architecture there in Rome because I promise you it's something that will stay there forever. There are so many beautiful spots there that you can just get your fill of history and culture um, as well as lots of tasty Italian food. But of course, you can also visit the Colosseum, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. I did say, mind, uh, when I went to visit the Colosseum, I got pickpocketed for all my money that day, like 300 and odd euros. I can't and uh, I never got to go inside the Colosseum. That's one of my regrets. So it's why it's on my bucket list to go back there. And another place, of course, I would say this, I'm from the UK, but... Uh, what what you really would love to do if you come here, if you're not from the UK, is just go to London and just get lost there. Uh, there was a quote by Samuel Johnson. He once said, "By seeing London, I have seen as much of the life I have seen as much of life as the world 
can show. And I say that I've seen as much of life as the world can show. Um, and while I would say there are lots of other beautiful places in the world aside from London, um, I mean, this bucket list has been huge. London can be awesome if you go to the right places. It's an incredibly cosmopolitan city and it's quite a melting pot of people and cultures and traditions from all over the world. And it's a beautiful city too from an arch architectural point of view. And of course, the history is there. That's, that's what attracts me personally uh, and why in some days there's nothing quite like London uh, you've got you know Tower Bridge you've got the Tower of London Buckingham Palace uh, lots of museums there the British Museum and lots of sights to see and statues so listen if you head out to London make sure you have at least two days there because you you can fill more than that you could fill a week but try and do that if you want to head out that way which brings me to my next track this one is a Jamie Barnfield one I've mentioned him already today and it's choreographed also by Laura Sway uh, you'll know which one I mean this one is going to London I'm 
Ah, we're in London on our little travels today. Are you still with me, guys? And we've been from everywhere. Uh, Arizona is where we were previously. And in the chat room, Ursula shared us a great Arizona gif there. And Natasha is in the house too. She's saying hello, hello, hello back at you. We've been skydiving. And I said to Sandra Burns, would you do it? Sandra is saying, Haley, if you paid me to do it, I would. Anytime skydiving has presented itself, it's cost too much. But if the cost was covered for me, I would do it. That's so true. It's quite an expensive thing, eh? She says, I used to high dive as well. Heights was never a problem, but not sure if I would say the same sitting at the edge of an open plane door. I, I, I hear you. I hear you, Sandra. I always think, ah, no problem being up there. I love heights, but you know, someone says jump. That's quite a different thing, huh? And Annette Haslund is saying, a visit to London and you will come home with feet that hurt. Annette, I, I, I'm guessing that's the voice of experience there. I believe by the sounds of it, you've been to London with hurt feet, but uh, I'm sure you had a great time, huh? <laughs> it is It is a good place. Sarah Jelkinen is saying, I had not two days in London, but two years in the 90s. Stayed in Chelsea, close to many amazing places. Oh, my mum used to live there when she was young too, near Chelsea. And she says that city, uh, Sarah's saying the city is very dear to me. Uh, how cool, what a great experience being out there and uh, experiencing a new country in your youth. I did that too, but they, they spoke English there, so it's quite easy for me when I lived out in Canada and America way. And uh, I'm just going to go through the last few on my list here. Uh, discover the lost city of Petra. Petra is one of the most amazing places. This uh, huge arc archaeological site in Jordan used to be the capital city around 300 BC. Uh, it's known as the Lost City as it only became known to the Western world when a Swiss explorer rediscovered it. They're clever those Swiss. And uh, walking through the narrow path of the Sikh Trail until it, until it finally opens up you can admire the treasury and it'll make you feel like you're in an Indiana Jones movie. Don't stop at the treasury though. Petra is a 60 square kilometers site with an incredibly detailed and well-preserved facade built into the rock and uh, just dotted everywhere. There's also some uh, really incredible red desert landscapes if you're heading out there. Again, just quickly going through my last on the list, ski in the European Alps. Uh, I I haven't tried skiing as much as I would like in my life, I tell you. But uh, whether you want to try this or not, and whether you choose Italy, uh, the Italian, the French, the Swiss, or the Austrian side of the mountains, if you head out to the Alps, you're guaranteed an epic experience. Nowhere in the world will you find such a high concentration of slopes for all skiing levels, as well as, of course, these epic views like all the other places, and great food, of course. And uh, many of the ski resorts also have passes that allow you to ski from one resort to another. So sometimes you can even ski right across countries. How cool is that? And if you're an experienced skier or you're just starting out, it's something you could definitely add to your bucket list because it envelopes, uh, envelopes all levels. Uh, or I know what I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> I'm rushing through these uh, last ones. Island hopping in Sardinia. This is another adventure that I never ever thought I would add to a list. Uh, there's lots of beaches all around the world, right? You don't need to go to Sardinia to find one, but apparently 
They're so beautiful there, these white soft sand beaches with rugged pink granite landscapes and incredibly clear turquoise water that you would love to spend your day there, especially just island hopping from beach to beach and swimming in that clear water. Uh, it's definitely experience that could go on your bucket list. Uh, explore the salt flats in Bolivia. The salt flats of Bolivia have been on my bucket list for a few months now just after seeing a documentary um, and it you know driving around nothing but a white desert feels kind of like an experience in itself. Uh, I'd love to visit there and uh, that brings me to the end of our little list today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed kind of these places. I'm curious would you put any of these on your bucket list after today that you wouldn't have before? Has there been any experiences here you haven't heard of that you'd like to add? Well, I'm so glad that you've hitched a ride with me and been ready to ride. And that brings me to my next dance song. This is called Ready to Ride. That's the name of the dance. It's choreographed by Mark Fennell, Chris Godden, Matt Lewis and Ray Jones. It's from February 2020. A little bit of pitbull here. You get on that horse, you better ride. Ride, ride. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. If you're here for a good time, put your hands up now. Say.
and join multi-award-winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hall of Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Everybody want to get rich, but nobody wants to work. Everybody wants to fall in love, but nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to punch that clock. But everybody wants to get paid Nobody wants to make love no more Everybody just want to get laid Everybody want to be famous Everybody want to be a superstar Everybody wants to know what it's like To go driving in a real fast car Everybody wants to be Hollywood And everybody wants to shine Well, I don't really care what everybody does Baby, I just want to make you mine Everybody wants to be history, but nobody wants to make it. And everybody wants to be in the picture, but nobody wants to take it. Everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change their mind. And everybody got a good reason, baby, but nobody got a good rhyme. Hey! Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be a superstar. Everybody wants to know what it's like to go driving in a real fast car. Everybody wants to be Hollywood And everybody wants to shine Well, I don't really care what everybody does, baby I just want to make it Everybody's overthinking it, and everything's falling apart. Meanwhile, Bruce is bringing it, and we're dancing in the dark. That's right. Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be a superstar. Everybody wants to know what it's like to go driving in a real fast car. And everybody wants to be Hollywood, and everybody wants to shine. Well, I don't really care what everybody does, baby. I just want to make you mine. We had Ready to Ride and that last one was called Everybody Wanna. That's a Tina Argyle piece of choreography and uh, it's just on the subject because it's what we all really want to do is be getting ready to travel again. Uh, maybe you're not ready to travel. There's a very mixed feeling on this. Uh, I know a lot of people, perhaps my dancers here, who say they, they're not ready to go abroad for a long time and uh, you know I totally get that. I'm eager to get out there. I'm a natural adventurer um, but I think 
think you can have that and still just be a little apprehensive of what is going on in the world today. So certainly, whatever your wishes are, I do not judge you. But all the same, traveling is quite interesting. And that's why when we're in this situation, what else can we do? We can't go and be you know, in Switzerland tomorrow, can we? Or we can't just go snorkeling with some turtles uh, and be there overnight. It's not an easy decision. So we have 20 minutes left of the show. And uh, I just want to think of some creative ways that we can maybe travel from home without actually having to leave our house. And uh, the first one on my list here was learning to cook dishes from around the world. So food is one of the greatest joys for travel, especially for me. Um, and while it's hard to beat the real thing when you travel and eat, you can certainly have a go at home by trying to perfect some of your favorite recipes from around the world. Uh, I absolutely love trying out new things. I, In lockdown, I have never ever made a Thai curry before, but I made a Thai curry and I tried it two different ways. One was vegetarian, one was with chicken, and one was more authentic. And it was really, really fun. And of course, while we're stuck at home, there's all sorts of live cooking classes and things you can do. Um, even the guys on Streamline incorporated a cooking class into their 24-hour session. And uh, you can get all sorts of online classes, not only... Um, on different platforms but you can just head into YouTube to find some great recipes I love Pinterest personally there's some great things on there and uh, you could learn you know to make anything from uh, ricotta from Sonoma or cinnamon buns from Sweden it could be a brilliant way to travel from home and uh, perhaps the most classic way would be point number two for me on the list would be to get lost in a travel book or movie or podcast and uh, there's lists online of great travel books that you could read. Uh, you can read about people who travel all sorts of places and it'll be like the real thing in some some respects. Uh, you could go for a deep dive in the Mexico rivers or all sorts of camping trips around the world. Or you could even read a powerful novel about life in a Mumbai slum. Any of these things could give you some experience in travel without having to leave your own couch. Uh, another one is joining with classes from all around the world. It might not just be a cooking class, but it could be lots of different experiences. Now you can get things online from making cocktail classes to uh, learning about the secrets of sound design in Hollywood. Um, but of course, as line dancers, what do we have? We have all these amazing online platforms. And if you look at Streamline, if you look at the Digital Dance Weekend, there are teachers from all over the world and you can learn dances from them in your own kitchen or your own living room or your own garden if it's a nice day. Now, how cool is that? So if you think we can't travel from home, well, and certainly we can. Have any of you done any of these things? I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have learned dances from home, but any of these other things too. Uh, what's your experience been like learning from home? Well, this seemed like the perfect dance to bring up next. This one is called Hometown Heart. It's quite a new choreography by Paul James. Uh, have a listen to this one, because it's, it's a cracking song, it sure is. <laughs> This great big world before me But it's all for someone else I've tried 
I tried again To let you know just where my heart is To tell the truth and not pretend All I needed Was to get away Just to realize that I was meant to stay Where the mountains Up on a Monday with Heather Barton. The Monday Mix Up, 5 till 7 pm. Shaken, not stirred. That last one was Hometown Heart. It was choreographed by Paul James and uh, it sounds a little bit different, that track, if, if you can hear it in the track. It's actually uh, from a live version from a movie called Eurovision. If you haven't seen that movie yet, it's a little bit risque, but it's hilarious. Grab it on Netflix and take a look at it. It's great. If you like uh, Will Ferrell movies like Elf and things like that, then you'll love this. Um, but it, it's fantastic. The song is actually called Husavik which is their hometown in the movie. Uh, they come from this kind of place in Iceland and it's just fantastic. Just some great acting in it and great funny moments. Um, probably a little bit 
uh, of some adult funny moments so not recommended you let your eight-year-old watch it without realizing that there's some of these risque things in like I did but definitely tune in you'll love it and uh, great great to see one written to this dance uh, to this song a dance written to this song should I say and Sarah Jalkinen is agreeing she's saying hometown heart in the chat room beautiful song and dance and just talking about meals Joan Ord is saying we have a meal as reminders of visits to wherever we have been on holiday sometimes on a weekend that's a great way to bring travel back into your home absolutely amazing another thing you can do here on the list is do some travel inspired decorating and you can hear my co-host Jasper just barking in the background he's in one of those moods today um <laughs> i need to decorate and make it calmer for him i think but yes indeed um i love interior design personally um and uh, those who don't know my obsession with looking through magazines and seeing if i can bring a little bit of travel back into my home uh would probably not know how bad i can get with this but if you look at my bedroom for example i have a big atlas on the wall and just some little mementos that i've picked up on my travels to decorate the bedroom um, i'm a big fan of looking around at these at the interior design when i travel and bringing some of this back with me so that's something you could do to bring a little bit of this into your home another thing you could do is play a travel game game nights are all the rage right during lockdown from board games to quizzes to computer games and if you're lucky to have access to a vr then there are all sorts of travel themed games you can do and experiences you can do virtually um, so that's definitely something to do some great card games board games uh, and uh, lonely planet have some online games you can play actually too so think about that i had a great wildlife game as a kid which is probably what's made me want to go on an african safari now so you can bring a little bit of that diversity into your home which again brings me to my next song this is a grace david and jeff camp song it's called play a game
breakfast from Benidorm, online dancer radio. Rise and shine, it is the morning. Every Saturday morning with Julie Lockton from UK time 8am. Your early morning line dance fix from Spain. All your favourite line dance tracks to start off your weekend. Come and say hi live on air. Join the chat room on Facebook. The Saturday Breakfast Show with Julie. The best way to start your day. Okay, and welcome back. We're here at Hitch a Ride with Haley, and we've been on a little bit of a tour hitching a ride around the world, around some of the places I would love to visit today. And we've ended up back home on our couch, and that's because we know we can't travel really yet. It's not really the climate where we can just be going, let's book a holiday and go tomorrow. Although we are slowly perhaps booking things, some of us are traveling a little bit. Uh, when We're not back to normal yet, and we may not be soon. So we've been talking talking about ways in which we can bring travel to us and we were talking about uh, making meals as reminders Joan was saying she she does that and Sarah Jalkin is saying she does that too of course my co-host who's my pup Jasper I don't know if you can hear him today he makes some little growls in the background so Jim has put a great gif on guru I'm ferocious uh, you know Jasper very well Jim <laughs> by that post I'm guessing and uh, we're also talking about decorating our rooms to reflect some of our travels too uh, I was talking about how I have lots in the house but especially the bedroom uh, in my house is all travel themed of different parts of the country we've got all sorts of African and Indian things contributed there um, Maori uh, ornaments all sorts to reflect different areas of the world Joan Ord is saying we have themed rooms uh, in our house for example our bedroom is a French theme and one of our bathrooms is a Grecian theme that sounds great Joan and Sarah Jelkinen shared a photograph of her night lamp and it's a globe it's an atlas how cool and Joan Ord is also sharing a lovely picture of Paris there so great we're just talking again before I go I'm running out of time but other ways that you may want to just bring the travel home to you on the couch uh, one is do a virtual tour of course virtual tours have been around for ages but the pandemic has made them more popular than ever uh, with plenty more attractions uh, added to this another one would be plan your next adventure in lockdown me and the kids we made a big poster of places we would like to go we all contributed to this everybody's wishes and we've made kind of like a plan I guess uh, so yeah that's one thing you can do just just make the plan uh, going to a virtual gig is one of them we know that uh, not everything is back up and running yet. Some are, some aren't. We can't dance to live acts yet. But you could tune in to a lot of the festivals, concerts and gigs. Um, actually, if you see on Facebook, a lot of our country artists are doing a lot of live sessions. So, you know, support them. And uh, it's like being at an event from your own couch. How cool. Bring the travel mindset home is just one of these things Um of course, you can think about this as you go for your regular walk. You can maybe imagine it's the first time in that place. You know, what would your impressions be if you're walking here for the first time? Go to local areas, local parks you haven't been to. And uh, just imagine this is like a new outing, a new little window from your home here. And uh, add these things into your garden. You can plant some, some different plants from around the world. I've been doing this too. Uh, you never never know what new delight it might bring. 
Uh, one of these two is learn a new language. Uh, there's lots of different places you can learn these. I have to recommend the Duolingo app. It's fantastic. And uh, BBC Languages too is great. Babbel, I'm taking this a little bit far. I've just signed up for a, a language degree. Um, and uh, just, just cool things like this. You can uh, do some just old-fashioned armchair traveling. It's just fantastic. I have run out of time again this week. Uh, but thank you for hitching a ride with me on all these dream destinations. We will be back with some new destinations next week. But remember, it's Wednesday next week, not Friday. You agree, Jasper? Jasper agrees. Come here. Shush. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to sign out with this song. We're talking about traveling from home. So it seemed appropriate to play us out with Maggie's Home to You. Every road leads back to you. You naughty dog. Every little thing I do. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Every time I think I've lost my way and I just can't make it through the madness. I can see you shine like a guiding light Showing me the truth It wouldn't mean a thing if I wasn't coming home to you There's a dream I had My head said, oh, you're mad But you're my heart and you said I must go You gave to me chance to wander free to learn the truth there's just no place like home every road leads back to you every little thing i do every time i think i've lost my way and i just can't make it through the madness i can see you shine like a guiding light showing me True. It wouldn't mean a thing if I wasn't coming home to you. Coming home, home. It wouldn't mean a thing if I wasn't coming home to you. So time moves on, and everywhere I've gone reminds. I've seen have colored all my dreams, but chasing after rainbows couldn't last. Every road leads back to you, every little thing I do, every time I think I've lost my way and I just can't make it through the madness, I can see you shine like a guiding light. Showing me the truth It wouldn't mean a thing If I wasn't coming home to you Every road leads back to you Every little thing I do Every time I think I've lost my way And I just can't make it through the madness I can see you shine like a guiding light Showing me the truth It wouldn't mean a thing if I wasn't coming home to you
Dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia in Line, the heart of Asia.